ready for true happiness, for deep fulfillment, for feeling alive, on purpose, and in control of your life again, it's time to be the bold, brilliant, beautiful woman you were born to be. Welcome to the Purpose Girl Podcast. I'm women's happiness and life purpose expert, Karen Rockhind, and I'm going to teach you how to live on purpose, feel alive, and be happy in every aspect of life. I'm going to get real about my life and interview women who are living on purpose so that you can finally live yours. Welcome to the show. Hello, 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 my purpose girls. So I have been honest with all of you that pretty much for my entire life, I have suffered from anxiety. We can call it a disorder, but I would rather just say that anxiety has been with me for ever, as long as I can remember. And truly, the last few years between miscarriages and having my own business, I feel like often I can feel like my shoulders up into my ears and up into my brain, right? Like I can feel the stress. And sometimes it can feel like it's constant stress. Like even when I'm so happy, like I am seriously so happy in life and my body still has pain from stress in my shoulders. Occasionally I get migraines. And the truth is that I, just like all of us, need to learn how do we really relax our bodies? How do we de-stress? And I have the perfect guest here today to teach us how to do so. Selfishly, we're going to do a couple of exercises to help me. But in doing so, it's going to help you. So before we begin, you may want to grab a tennis ball or if you have a yoga tune-up ball, but anything like that that might help you because I'm asking our guest today to take me through a couple exercises and you'll want to do them with us. So just pause there. Let me introduce you to my amazing, incredible, soulful, genius guest, Katie Kern. Katie is a wellness practitioner and coach who offers a holistic approach to stress relief. By bringing multiple tools and resources together, she facilitates long-term relief from pain, management of stress, and ultimate well-being. She's certified in everything, whether that is being as a yoga instructor, time massage, craniosacral therapy, acupressure, role model method. I mean, the list is on and on in her coaching certification work. I mean, all of it. And she has this genius way of being able to support you in becoming your own healer. And that is what she is so expert at. And therefore she can do this work virtually. So Katie, welcome to the Purpose Girl podcast. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. Yay. I'm so happy you're here. I mean, Katie has been in my Goddess on Fire program for the last five months, which is my program for women who are purpose-based entrepreneurs that are launching or growing their business. And it's been so fun to see you evolve, Katie, because when we started working together and for a long time, you've been a massage therapist, right? People come to you, they lay on your table, you give them an unbelievable massage and then they walk away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but the pandemic hasn't didn't allow that as much, right? right? And I know you have this passion for long-term healing And so, you know, I've always been someone that, oh, I'm stressed. Maybe I'll call and get a massage. You know, talk to us about that and why it matters that we look at this holistically. Thank you for asking. What a wonderful introduction. Um, uh, So what happens when you go in for a massage? And I'm talking about the traditional Swedish massage. 
and they're targeting the superficial layer of muscle um, uh, that we all we can't get deeper. We have to actually release the top layer of muscle. Um, and it's wonderfully relaxing because it helps um, increase blood flow and just even physical touch. Any touch um, is very nurturing and can relax us. However, what's happening a lot of times is our bodies are so tense, not just from the physical, either overuse or underuse, saying like sitting too much, um, that even just an hour massage really doesn't do long-term good because you're not relaxing your nervous system. Mm. And the nervous system governs over everything. So your circulation, your tissues, both the muscles, uh, the fascial system, the like the connective tissue, your organs, everything inside. So when you go for a massage, you're just targeting your muscles. When for me, I started realizing people were coming back time and time again uh, for massages, having the same pain in the same area. And although they've received temporary relief, they were coming back frequently. Um, and I'm like, this, th- you can't sustain this. Right. There uh, has to be a better way. There has to be a better way. So it was like a bandaid. I felt like I was just providing mm. a bandaid for people. And so I continued my search uh, with body work. Cause when you go to massage school, they teach you just the basics, just the foundation Um, But it's really up to you to kind of explore where you want to learn. And I discovered craniosacral therapy, another form of uh, body work that's very gentle, but it targets the nervous system and it allows the nervous system to relax. It down regulates the nervous system. So what happens there is that it then translates to everything in the body. So the circulation improves the blood pressure goes down, the muscles relax. And when the whole system relaxes, it then can heal. Because mm. that's what the body's designed to do. The body is designed for stress, good stress of like running, giving a speech, having to be focused, perform like a song or, you know, on stage. That's a good type of stress. But we also need the flip side, which is the rest and digest mode. When we get into a restful state, then our body can get to work and repair itself. You've said so much that immediately just like sank right into my cells, Katie. First, I've never thought about this where it is the muscles. We're going for a massage. Oh, you're relaxing my muscles and that feels good. Not the nervous system. And it's my nervous system that has had long-term anxiety for whatever reasons. I mean, I think that there's like past life stuff in there, ancestral, like all this stuff, right? Right. And and so we really need to address the nervous system. And that makes a ton of sense. Right. And then as you were talking about how the body heals itself, it's like, oh, right. My body is designed, all of our bodies are designed to endure stress because if a saber-toothed tiger is running at us, mm-hmm. which now is the equivalent of making a public speech or asking for the raise or whatever it might be, right? Right. Um, so the body is designed to be able to run from that saber-toothed tiger or to hunt and gather for food, to have that stress, and then go into rest mode. I mean, I think our early ancestors, they would work, right? Hunt, gather, all of that 
for a couple of days and then they would rest for like a couple of weeks. I mean, I, I think that there was some cycle like that, that you would probably know better than I do, but we're not getting that down cycle. Right. Enough. Uh, consistently. What ends up happening, just biologically speaking, when we get, um, when we have a stress or a stressor, depending on what it is, I would say a normal traditional stressor, um, the energy from our internal organs is translated out to our limbs so we can move, we can act, we can run, we can dance, we can sing, we have, you know, a faster heart rate. So the energy in our organs are depleted to a certain degree. They're they're kind of put on like, not a pause, but enough of a like, okay, we're just going to put you in a little bit of a pause mode while we get the work done. But the problem is, is we're staying in that stress mode. So then our organs, which are a filtration system, toxin removal, you know, blood purification, um, oxygen uh, transmission, they're they're struggling to to work all those parts that go out to healing us because mm. oxygen is in our blood and that is what our muscles need in order to heal, including nutrients and hormones and stuff like that. But it's brought through the uh, circulatory system. So if we are constantly stressed, there's other problems with that is that there's chemicals released. Um, things like cortisol, you may have heard that buzzword or, um, adrenaline and it builds up in the system and builds up in the system and our muscles tighten and tighten and tighten and tighten until all of a sudden we reach for something and then we throw our back out or Mm. our neck is stiff. And it's like, "Mm." it wasn't usually just one thing. It was probably weeks, months, years because you didn't get enough, uh, rest and Mm. deep rest. A lot of people are not sleeping well, you know, whether it's insomnia or difficulty falling asleep or not getting enough sleep, real deep relaxation is what our bodies crave, what our bodies need in order to rebalance from the amount of stress that we endure. Mm. It makes so much sense as you talk about it. And of course, I've been, you know, listening to you for the last five months as we've been working on getting you out in the world and this amazing shift into working with people virtually, which you do so successfully, anyone who's listening might be like, okay, I don't have time for relaxation. Like, you know, I I need to virtual school my kids. I've got to work, you know, all these hours. The pandemic has caused so much stress. I mean, I think that we're all walking stress balls at this moment. Yes. And so how do we even make the shift? Someone who's listening and thinking, I would love relaxation, but like, you know, the best I could do is watching Shit's Creek at night. You know, <laughs> how do we begin to even create the space and and shift into that? Well, that I, that's a that's a big question. I can say for someone who suffered through um, depression and an anxiety disorder, I know it's a lot. It seems very insurmountable to say, okay, now I have to relax, and that you kind of like. Okay, I'm just going to do the It's almost stressful thing. in itself. Like, wait, I have to relax, you know? Yeah, and then people will grab for like, you know, binge watching a Netflix show or, you know, they grab a glass of wine or something. But physiologically, we need not that much time to relax if you know what you're doing. And that's what I teach. 
So one of the things I do is I teach people self-massage and we target areas in the body where there's specific motor neurons or areas in the body that sense that have a better sense of activating the parasympathetic nervous system, which is the rest and digest mode of our autonomic nervous system. We've got the stress response and the relaxation spot response. The stress response is called the sympathetic nervous system, which gets us moving, gets us action. And then we've got the parasympathetic, which is our rest and digest mode. And there's certain areas uh, in the body that have a higher concentration of these nerves that will that you can activate. And that's at the base of the skull and the neck and the upper back and at the sacrum. Hmm. And then in between the spine is where the sympathetic nerves are. Um, para means uh, around or uh, close to. So it's parasympathetic. So they're above and below. And so that's why, you know, your neck and your shoulder massage feels so good and relaxing. You can just even put your hands on your partner and they just kind of sink because we've got what they call pressure receptors, mechanoreceptors in our body that sense heat, pressure, um, pain, pleasure. And when we start to feel those, it puts a signal into our nervous system, into our brain that we can relax. Mm. And I'm a single person. I live alone and I have to rely on myself to work on my own body. And luckily I have um, studied and as I said, certified in the role model method, which teaches specific uh, relaxation techniques using tennis balls or yoga tunic balls. Mm. And we target these areas. And I'm going to say every Tuesday, which is my day off, I spend maybe 15 minutes max rolling a couple areas and I am super chill then for the rest mm. of the day. Y'all have to meet Katie at some point. She is like, when you see her, I've like, I relax just in her presence because she like sits back in her cozy chair. She's got her like coffee or tea. Her arm is like slung over. I'm like, any of the muscles in my body just look at her and are like, oh, I'll have what she's having. Like you are the definition of that relaxation. And to hear you say that it's just 15 minutes is like incredible. So, okay, I have my balls since you brought them up. Okay. I happen to also have yoga tune-up balls, which we can put the link in our show notes. And if you don't have them, tennis ball, you said it was okay, right, Katie? So everyone make sure you grab that if you haven't already. Mm -hmm. And then, yeah, so I definitely get the stress in this upper shoulder area here that you were talking about. Mm -hmm. And I'm pretty sure that that's why every once in a while I end up with a migraine headache, right? Most likely there's a lot of um, contraction or shortening of the muscles in the back of our body, muscles that are attached from our shoulders or upper back to our neck, to the base of our skull, and they contract and cause tension. And um, right where the skull meets the uh, spinal cord, it kind of gets compressed and that can cause lack of blood flow to the brain. Mm. And then that's how tension headaches can begin. Got it. Got it. All right. Show me the way, sister. Okay. Well, um, most times when I'm working on that part of the body, we would do something on the ground. So I'm going to show you an actually an acupressure point. Mm, okay. Since we're both sitting up and you're going to take your opposite hand to your opposite shoulder and just rest it on your upper traps or the top of your shoulder. And as you're resting, curl your fingers on your back and start to press in and you may have to kind of go 
up and down or giving some nice gentle compressions. And then you might find one spot that seems a little more tender than the other. Mm. I found it between my, my index finger and my middle finger. That is an acupressure point. You're just going to hold mm. and breathe. So you just relax your shoulders down. You can feel free to close your eyes mm. and then begin to focus on your breath, breathing in and out through your nose and maybe trying to extend your exhales a little bit longer than your uh, inhales. And you can hold this spot. It's um, called shoulder well for one to three minutes. Mm. You may even begin to notice a rhythm, a pulsation, or possibly even warmth beginning to develop in this spot. Hmm. And you're... Anatomically speaking, you're on a particular muscle that is, I will say from how many bodies I have worked on, every single body, um, this muscle is contracted on people. It's congested. Hmm. It's called the levator. It elevates our shoulder and is connected to three or four of our top cervical neck uh, vertebrae. So you may be able to like turn your head and feel a lengthening stretch because you're holding down the muscle. Mm. And then as you take your last full breath in and out, gently release that hold. And then you can do the same thing on the other side. And you may notice a difference in the tenderness between sides because we use our bodies very asymmetrically. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we may feel the, the tension uh, symmetrically. So mine's a little bit further towards my neck on, on my other shoulder. Mm. And you just, this is a great opportunity to just pause. You can do this while sitting at your desk at work or, you know, sitting anywhere and just taking a few moments to check in with yourself, notice how you feel, and begin to have a better body awareness, self-awareness of how tight you might be, and then notice the softening. Mm. And then when you release, just take another breath or two. And that's a very, very potent hmm. um, acupressure point. And we'll know um, we're on the right point when it you feel that tender spot. You'll feel the tender spot. That's kind of how you notice that there is there's something going on with that particular meridian or that particular part of the muscle. Hmm. A lot of acupressure and um, self-massage kind of works in the same areas of where the tension is and also where the acupressure point is because it is usually in the areas close to a nerve, close to an area that gets tight or congested. And you can use the, t- the yoga tuna balls uh, on those same spots. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Or your tennis balls. Or yeah. your tennis balls. And you can use this and roll, just mm-hmm. kind of gently roll. Just roll the ball over just, that muscle. Just roll it. And the more you are, as long as you don't go in really hard, really fast, the softer you are kind of rolling it in, you're the layer by layer of your muscles will begin to soften that usually if the the tightness of the muscle is deeper, it will start to reveal itself. Mm. So as I was just rolling, I did a couple, like I didn't really feel anything. And I got to like the sixth roll. I'm like, Ooh, 
Okay, yeah, there it is. <laughs> there it is. Wow. And I usually do this on my floor, and I, I have my, my back is on the floor. And then I, if you're familiar with um, yoga, I'm in bridge pose, so my knees are bent, my hips are down, my shoulders are down, my arms are resting, and I place the balls right in that, those same two spots. And first I start with just resting with the ball kind of pushing my shoulder forward a little bit. Mm. And then when I want to feel a little bit deeper, you know, pressure, a little more, mm, that good feeling, I lift my hips up and it gives more pressure to the ball. Wow. And then I breathe and I just, you know, sometimes I'll stay up. <sighs> sometimes I'll lower and raise with my breath. It's really an exploration with your body, your attention, what feels good for you. And um, understanding that relaxation is really not that hard to come by if you start to work on these certain areas that trigger that relaxation response. Wow. Wow. Now, I know, Katie, you had your own story of healing that really got you where you are now. And to know you now, I would never have known that you had suffered from depression or stress or any of that, as, as well as other health challenges. Mm -hmm. And I would love it if you would share how you healed yourself, because I want people to hear this is more than just, OK, it's five minutes of of well-being. Like what we're talking about here, everyone, like that's going to feel good doing the balls for five minutes. What Katie's able to do by combining all of her different modalities is long-term healing, long-term well-being, right? It's like chronic pain. And so talk to us about your own journey so that when, then we can understand for ourselves what that long-term plan can look like for us. Sure. Um, well, actually, 12 years ago, last month, I was um, recovering from open-heart surgery. I had gotten a heart infection from strep throat, because my immune system was shot. I was very stressed. I was chronically stressed. Basically put myself on the back burner to take care of my family and everything. And as you do as a mother, as a wife, and I was a business owner back then as well. I was a, uh, an interior designer and I thought I could do it all. Um, you have your two kids, <laughs> your picket fence, your own business, from the outside, it looks like you're rocking it out. You've got the life. Yep. And bam, one day, struck with fevers, had some very bad doctoring. Uh, long story short, um, I had a double valve replacement. Um, oh, my gosh. And took a bit of a recovery. And then I was on a survivor's high. If anybody's survived a major illness or accident and, and surgery, you get this survivor's high. And then you come crashing down because you realize your life is still the same. You're just mm. now fixed from that particular problem. So my life went right back to normal of the stress of the overwork of overscheduled and I'm not taking care of myself. And I slipped into a deep depression and anxiety disorder because uh, I felt stuck because I didn't know what to do. Um, I wasn't, uh, I didn't have the knowledge that I have now. And I stayed there for a long time. I tried medication I tried therapy and it just didn't work. But one day I just got sick and tired of feeling sick and tired because I did get every cold, every flu. Um, I, you know, I just did not feel good mm. that I decided to go 
back into a yoga practice. And I had moved up here and took a yoga class and was like, oh, I feel peace. Mm. This is this is wonderful. I hadn't felt it in years, like seven years. And I was like, I went back again the next day and the next and the next. And within two months, I was in a certification, getting my certified <laughs> training. And I have not stopped. That was six or seven years ago. And from that point on, I radically changed my life. I mean, radically <laughs> changed my life um, to the point where I left my husband and we separated. And then um, I started teaching yoga, became a full-time yoga teacher. And I just had this thirst and hunger for knowledge about that sense of peace and relaxation I can just obtain with my body that it worked on my mental state. And so I kept going and going and going. And so I have several yoga certifications and that's when I started to explore body work and got certified in Thai massage. And I then fell in love with body work and became a licensed massage therapist. And it just kind of snowballed. And I just explore more and more and more about how the body works we are not really taught this miracle human being that we are of flesh and bone and organs and nerves and cells, how it functions. And by the time we get to usually certain ages, you have a midlife crisis <laughs> or a major health event or mm -hmm. a mental imbalance. Or a pandemic. Or a pandemic. And on top of that. <laughs> right. On top of all that. Exactly. Then you're just like, why am I so messed up? You know, it's because your body can only tolerate so much before it says, hey, pay attention to me. And you're right. No one ever taught us, right? It's like we're little kids and we're in gym class. And so we throw a ball or we learn to run a half a mile or whatever the thing is. But where are we ever really taught how our body works? Mm -hmm. And therefore then how to how to work with our body to maximize her potential. Yeah. And I don't mean in terms of like weightlifting, if that's your gig, cool. But I mean, in terms of how we are supposed to function as humans, because we were not supposed to function on overstressed 99% of the time. Like that's not how our bodies were designed. Yeah. And our culture has taught us, uh, keep working, keep working, keep working, trudge through. You can do it, you know, you know, you'll, Take a break when you die, basically. Mm -hmm. And we no pain, are, no gain. No pain, no gain. And we are more overweight. We are more medicated and we are more mentally imbalanced than we have ever been mm -hmm. in the history of man. Mm -hmm. And I'm not knocking medication or anything like that. Um, but there's got to become a point where we have to start being responsible for how we treat our body. Yeah. And I like to tell my clients, especially after they've gone through at least one session with me where they are in that sort of really blissful, relaxed state because now they have opened up this line of communication between their mind and body because they are so relaxed that to start recognizing the even the tiniest little signals your body is saying to you, like um, a little twinge, a little warmth, um, mm. maybe just a little bit of tenderness, that's a signal to say, hey, something's not quite right here. You need to figure out how, what's happening and change it. For example, sitting all day. We sit so much. 
And that's not good for us. Our, I think our metabolism drops, I can't remember if it's 60 or 90% within 30 minutes of sitting. Right. I heard that after maybe it's every 40 minutes, stand up and, you know, do something because- Even if it's for a minute. Yeah. Yeah. Even if it's just for a minute. And a lot of people think, oh, I'm going to work, go work out at CrossFit, you know, for 30 or 40 minutes afterwards. That does not make up for eight hours of sitting. Mm. They've like scientifically proven that. Right. There was an article, gosh, I don't remember what publication it was in, but the headline was, is sitting the new smoking? Mm -hmm. Right. Because it's so unhealthy for us to be seated. And tell me if I'm, if I'm wrong here, Katie, but from what I understand, that's because our early ancestors rarely sat, right? I mean, when they were maybe basket weaving, when they were, you know, sitting for their meals, they were relaxing. They also, though, were very active people, Mm -hmm. right? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's so much, not so much that they weren't still or seated, that they sat differently. Ah. They squatted. And there are different parts of the country or the world where they squat more and they don't have the back uh, issues like we do. Oh, interesting. So we're sitting in a flexion um, at our hips. So that's one of the things. And it is, a lot of it is our, our furniture. <laughs> so like, I will say I sit on my, I sit on my floor more than I, I do furniture because I sit in a certain way um, that helps keep keep my hips a little more open. Mm. But I also try to move a lot. But yeah, the sitting is the new smoking because we have been relegated pre-pandemic days into cubicles, into offices, sitting in front of a computer for eight, nine hours, and then driving to and from home for another hour or two. I used to live in DC. I used to be sometimes my car 45 minutes to an hour and a half commuting each way. So that's a long time seated in a way that doesn't allow proper blood flow down to your lower extremities. Right. That makes sense that there's, I mean, I'm just sitting here paying attention in a way I don't normally, but because we're talking about it, right? This is like Mm -hmm. the magic of your work is I'm actually now paying attention, which parts of my body are constricted, you know, how, what's happening on my lower back because now it's taking the weight of me sitting this way or me moving, like pressing forward toward my microphone. Mm-hmm. And so when you said earlier about, you know, you go to pick something off of the floor and then you take out your back, right? That happened to me, maybe it was before I had the baby. So maybe two years ago, two and a half years ago, I was sweeping a floor and all of a sudden I threw my back out. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I'm so healthy. I run, I walk, I, you know, like what's up with this? And, you know, listening to you, I'm like, oh, that had been building and building and building. And I didn't even know that I had a bad back, quote unquote, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so something magical about you, Katie, is that you do, you, you take all of these different, you've been through all of the training and all of the modalities to put together exactly what each body each of us individually needs mm-hmm. and it's remarkable you can really do this work virtually yeah <laughs> right like typically we think oh I've got to go see someone you know where's the massage therapist near me mm-hmm. and so talk to us about you know how do you even assess someone for what they particularly need how, how do we do this kind of work virtually because it's so different and so cool uh, yeah, I love uh, love doing this. I actually started doing this even pre-pandemic, although it was a little difficult to, to convince people. Um, <laughs> Until they realize they can do everything from. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, so there's a couple different things I do virtually. 
One is the self-massage lesson. So that is literally exploring your body with these massage balls. Um, and we go very, very methodically in certain areas for you to start learning more about your body. So there's always an assessment. I, you know, we ask, I ask you where you have your, your pain. Do you, you know, what's your occupation? What's your, your activities during the day? Are you a very active person at work? Or are you a very sedentary person at work? So then we, I design a program to teach people certain things for them. That's going to help them, um, a reduce their tension in their body that that's been caused by the way they use their body. And then B, we also use the massage balls as ways to relax the body when you're barely moving. And when you relax the body, you're also relaxing the mind. And when you relax the mind, their body follows. It's sort of a, you know, a back and forth and it, it doesn't take much effort. Other thing I do is uh, relaxation sessions or hypnotherapy, not necessarily I'm not the person to come to like, you know, trying to quit smoking, but I'm the person you come to for more like creative visualization, guided meditation, yoga, nidra, progressive muscle relaxation, where I guide you and all you have to do is listen mm. and your body begins through your own imagination, begins to let go mm. of the tension because there really is a mind over matter aspect. And just by listening. Just by listening. So I have like a standing Wednesday night appointment that uh, she is in bed and I basically help her fall asleep mm -hmm. uh, because she's got chronic That's pain. That's so yummy. <laughs> she's got chronic pain and, um, you know, she does a lot to try and circumvent it, but having uh, certain things said to her in certain ways for her to work, for her, for her mind to let her body let go of all the bracing mm. is extremely relaxing. Then she falls asleep. Then she gets a good night rest. And when you get a good night rest, you'll have enough energy tomorrow to do what you need to do. Um, but it's a cumulative effect. The more you relax your body, the more you relax your mind, the easier it can get back to a relaxed state. And the more it will crave wanting to be in a relaxed state. So mm. you won't go back into pushing yourself and pushing yourself and pushing yourself and pushing yourself and then only stopping because you're either A, sick or B, you know, in pain or something. Mm. I want everyone to kind of put a picture frame around this, right? Because which is what I do, Katie, when it's, you know, something I want everyone, ever, all of our listeners to remember, which is that relaxation begets relaxation. It's, it's a cycle. And so the more you experience it, the more your brain experiences it, the more your brain wants to experience it, and the more your brain has ease in going into it. Mm -hmm. It's the muscle makes, memory. It's muscle memory, and that makes so much sense. I have found the same thing to be true of meditation, right? Mm -hmm. Because that puts, puts my body into that relaxed, open state. And then my body, my brain craves it more. My body craves it more. I also find it with orgasm, right? The more we orgasm, the more we want orgasm. And <laughs> so it's so interesting how this muscle memory and how the body responds and what the body wants. Mm -hmm. It's incredibly beautiful. Now, as someone is listening to this and they're thinking, but I have, you know, really chronic pain. 
but I've been suffering for 10 years, you know, or 30 years. Yeah. What does that person do? What, how do you work with them? Well, each individual is different. I also, in addition to the physical, you know, we'll do a physical assessment and I'll teach them through several classes what they could do. Um, Cause it depending on the chronic pain, it, it could be something that, that has happened because of the way they sit or the way they use their body and they just got grown accustomed to it. Like someone who is very physical at their work is going to probably be in chronic pain. Mm. So we, we would come up with uh, counteracting the way they use their body also with self massage, but also with passive stretching through like, like kind of yoga, but it's passive stretching. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, whether through relaxation techniques um, I teach them. And then I also do coaching so when it comes to a lot of times we are sometimes our own worst enemy of not being able to see how we treat ourselves and whether it's, um, you know, foods we eat. I'm not a wellness practitioner in that regard. I don't know, not a nutritionist, but often there's something in our diet that we sh shouldn't be eating. There's people that we spend time with that are toxic that we shouldn't be spending time with. Um, and so through the coaching, I help people explore the things that are in their lives that maybe they need to adjust or shift that will reduce a lot of their stressors. Mm. And then it begins. This is genius. <laughs> I mean, I obviously I, I know you and we've been working together for a long time, but, you know, for the last five or six months. It's so funny. You know, I called Katie. Katie and I happen to live in the same town, even though we didn't know each other before we started working together. It just so <laughs> happens that we live in the same small little town outside of Philadelphia. And we actually met through my nanny, which it's anyway, long story. <laughs> so Katie, when when we met it, pretty soon into us starting to work together, it was Josh's 50th birthday. And I remember I wanted to get him a massage. And of course, I want to give you the business. Like, who else am I going to give the business to? And you're like, oh, no, no, no. I do so much more than, you know, just the physical, you know, massage. And you were explaining it to me because it's like a one and a done and done as opposed to really moving into this holistic sense. And what I'm loving about what you're saying is that for someone, if you're out there and you have had chronic pain for 10 years or even just a year or even just through the pandemic, whatever it is, what you do, Katie, is combine coaching the mental aspect of what is causing the stress in your life mm -hmm. combined with the physical, mm -hmm. combined with the tissue, combined. And it, I don't know anyone who does that. I don't know anybody either. I <laughs> Yeah, that's one of the reasons. This is why I, I love purpose. It's like <laughs> you are your only, you are the only you, right? This is why I I started to work with you because I was struggling with trying to how to explain to people that I don't just do massage or I don't just teach yoga. I was having difficulty because it's like I know it works, <laughs> and everybody is uh, has different histories, maybe trauma, maybe you know lack of support, or they do have support, medication, no medication. So every body is different that I work with, but relaxation is the same. Mm. That, that we have a stress and a state and a relaxed state. And 
We are all brilliant at being at the stress state in a sense, but we're, none of us really are really good at the relaxed state. And that's except you, except me, yeah. <laughs> um, because this is what I've studied for the last six or seven years, because I took myself, I was my own uh, guinea pig for the last seven or eight years because I was, my life was bad. I, the reason I was chronically stressed is because the choices that I made, I didn't realize what they would eventually bring me to. And then being stuck and not having the know-all that I have now, if I just start focusing on taking some time for me and taking breaks moving my body, relaxing my body, um, having more positive outcome and mindset for myself, then my whole world just started to relax around me. I start to create connections with people that are in the same kind of wavelength and the people who are not, who are still really stressed, kind of fade off into the distance. So that's why it's a holistic approach because one session isn't going to cure anything, mm. nothing, no matter what industry you're in. Um, it, it takes consistent practice and it also takes incredible insight and acknowledge that you're a human being. You have emotions. And when you're stressed, your body, your muscles literally contract. It's what it does. And if you're always in that state, you think it's normal until you feel that relaxed state, then you're like, whoa, life can be different. Mm. And that's what I try to, that's my job. That's my purpose is to show you that that's possible. So I do offer the like in-person body work to get to the relaxed state, but I love teaching you when you're ready to do things on your own because you live with you 24 seven. Right. You can't be with us. I mean, you live down the street from me. You could move in with me and you could be with me and Josh and Shay 24 seven and you could just work on our bodies. No, but seriously. And and people are, you know, your clients are all over the world. So they certainly can't be with you in exactly when they have that that pain. And the holistic view is where it's at. Right. Like with the coaching, you're starting to get into what are the relationships? How is your work affecting you? What are the places that you can make shifts in your life that are going to support you truly living a stress-free life or less stress life, at least, and then having the tools to be able to de-stress yourself, relax yourself, calm yourself. So Katie, I know people listening to this are going to want to find you and all of your info is in the show notes, but just in case someone's driving, what's the quick way for someone to, to find you? Uh, my website would probably be a great, um, just to be able to see details. And that's just my name, katiekern.com. It's K-A-T-Y-K-E-R-N.com. So that's, and then all my information is on there, my phone, my email, um, and they're always welcome to call me and, uh, you know, set up a chat. So see how I can help them. Love it. And you're going to want to be in her Facebook group because she goes live in her Facebook group all the time. She shares such juicy nuggets. She, you know, really teaches you so much in her Facebook group. And so we'll put that link into our show notes as well. Yes, that's the restorative method by Katie Kern. And so Katie, in you doing all this, what did the goddess on fire work do for you? When I was talking earlier about uh, why I wanted to work with you is because I was doing something radically different 
Um, you know, I didn't have a blueprint to follow to try and, you know, market what I do. But what I discovered through the process of working with you on Goddess on Fire was I had certain mindset issues and uh, things that I needed to work on that I'm not an expert in, which is what you're an expert in. And uh, so your coaching regarding that really helped kind of put a mirror in front of my face. And I had some inside moments that an aha moments that go, Oh, okay. And then I was able to shift and gain more knowledge and more confidence. And um, it just revealed the next layer that I was ready for, but I needed guidance of somebody like you to do it. Hmm. Hmm. I'm so, so honored that I got to do that with you. And one of the joys for me in working with you, you were in our group, I think business-wise ahead of where the others were. And so I would put out a challenge like, you know, go do a Facebook Live every day for 30 days. And Katie's like, okay. And everyone's like, wait a minute. I don't even have a Facebook page yet, you know? So you were like leading the charge and it was such a joy to watch you just say yes and say yes and say yes, right? I would put out some sort of crazy idea or challenge. You're like, all right, I'm going to go do that. You know, I'd be like, okay, well now go do this. Okay, I'm going to go do that. And that's something that I find is absolutely necessary for us to do this crazy work because Mm -hmm. each of our businesses is different too. And we need the assessment and we need to try things and we need to like, you know, say, oh, does this work or how does this work? And keep practicing and practice, practice. Like the more, I remember you saying the more you would go make yourself visible, the more honed in you got on your message and all that kind of thing. Yeah, it was great. And I'm usually a very shy, I mean, one-on-one I'm really good, but usually I'm very shy Um, I get very nervous. You know, I'm an easily anxious person. I have been my whole life. But you have to kind of face your fears. You have to look at yourself and say, what what are you afraid of? Mm. And I was like, not really afraid of anything anymore. It's just a natural thing. I'm just normally just afraid. And then I was like, no, I'm done. I'm done being afraid. And I was able to go on every day, like to like the Facebook lives and share my story and, you know, do some demos and show a little bit here and there what I do or a relaxation technique that I teach. And it's, it's all about pushing yourself. And even though I get people to relax, I also think because I was pushed out of my comfort zone, that's where we have growth. Mm. And that's actually where we find true relaxation because if we keep staying in a comfort zone, we're actually staying stressed. Mm-hmm. And we are very used to familiarity, even if it's unhealthy, right? because the unknown can be even scarier. But the unknown can also be where you find your success and more relaxation, your freedom, liberation. And yeah, you just need that little guidance and facilitation and push that like you gave us. Little tiny loving kick in the tushy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you just so beautifully describe that. Um, I think that I wouldn't even call it like tension, but that integration of, you know, Katie, you telling us about de-stressing and relaxing doesn't mean that you're not going to still have a life, right? You're still going to have kids that need to be taken to soccer or whatever it might be. And you're still going to have work and purpose. You know, I bring my guests on because what they have to offer 
allows you to live your purpose. Yeah. And if you're constant, like I hear all the time how women are constantly in a state of fear and anxiety that they won't be able to live their purpose or it's holding them back. And so what Katie's work does is Katie's work gets your body into a place and gets your mind into a place where you can be receptive and open to living your purpose. Mm-hmm. And so it really works hand in hand. It's like that beautiful integration point of, um, yeah, I guess the whole way that your nervous system is supposed to work. You're supposed to have the adrenaline rush of going, being visible and putting yourself out online or getting on a podcast or whatever it might be. And then being able to move into the relaxation stage and learning how to work with your body to be in that excitement instead of the nervousness and, and anxiety good stress versus bad. Katie, I could talk to you forever. Okay. But before we uh, sign off, you know, something I like to do with my guests is called the purpose power play round, where I ask you a couple of random questions and whatever's the answer is. Okay. Down. Good. Okay. First question. When you were a little girl, what did you want to be? (laughs) A veterinarian. (laughs) Oh, I am not surprised. Okay. I am so not surprised because Katie is a kitty lover (laughs) and probably a lover of other animals as well. I used to have dogs. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That makes so much sense. I mean, you would probably have goats and horses and everything else. So uh, (laughs) I am not right. And what I love is a veterinarian is a doctor, right? Is a healer and you are a healer. And animals, actually, this is one stat I love to talk about. Animals often help uh, lower your blood pressure rates. Mm, that makes sense. Petting an animal sitting next to you lowers, you know, lowers your heart rate, lowers your blood pressure. And that's why I love having an animal with me because it's just, I feel this is like. <sighs> <sighs> oh, that's yeah. beautiful. I love that. I love that. Tell us one dream you have for 10 years from now. 10 years from now, I picture myself traveling. Mm. Um, I want to be able to continue working because uh, I love what I do, but I want to explore the world more and I want to be able to teach wherever I am. Mm-hmm. And uh, I want to learn from other relaxation specialists and in different um genres and different modalities because I am always learning. I'm always like searching the next thing that I can start um, learning more with because everything I've gotten to now started from one, that one yoga class and I've just organically followed it. Amazing. So yeah, traveling and continuing working. Love it. I love it. And that's the beautiful thing about your work is you can do it from every, anywhere as opposed to if you were, you know, straight massage therapists, you can't. Yeah. But now you can help someone with long-term pain relief, stress relief, relaxation, and do it from anywhere. Yeah. Amazing. Where are we going? Tell me. Give me one place you want to go. Well, I'm actually going to Scotland. Yeah, baby. In August. Ah! So going to the UK and Scotland, and I'm going to travel with my, my massage balls. I don't even get massages anymore. I just work on my own self, and I travel with these. That's the beauty. <laughs> If that's not the best advertisement ever, okay, girlfriend does not like, hear me out. Katie does not even get massages anymore because she knows how to massage herself and she wants to teach you how to do the same. So how much money do you save? Oh my God. Right. Okay. That is like the best thing ever, ever, Mm -hmm. ever, ever. Okay. Last question, Katie. Okay. What is one thing you want every woman to know? 
that relaxation is within you. It's, it's your superpower. Hmm. It's the way you can live your life and not be controlled by fear, stress, and anxiety. Hmm. I'm living proof. Yes, you are. And thank you for doing the work of allowing, ensuring, helping so many others. Yeah. Oh, you're welcome. I love it. <laughs> so good. Y'all should see her smile right now. Actually, I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take a screenshot right now because your smile is so good. Hang on. <laughs> oh, thank you, thank you, thank you, Katie, for being on the Purpose Girl podcast. You're such a joy, such an oh, absolute joy, you. such a delight. And to all of you out there, we hope you love this episode as much as we loved doing it. Please show Katie some love. Go over to her website, katiekern.com. Go over to her Facebook group, join it. And if you love the episode as much as we did, go over to Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. Leave your five-star review. It literally takes you 60 seconds to do so and write one sentence. And that's how women all over the world are finding the Purpose Girl podcast and changing their lives. Share this podcast with anyone in your life who is stressed out, which really is everyone. So send this episode wide and broad. That is how we change the world one woman at a time. And of course, if you haven't joined the Purpose Girls Facebook group, what are you waiting for? We are 3,900 women strong, where every day I give you a daily prompt to think about, to brag about, celebrate, be grateful for, dive into your purpose, as well as a weekly group coaching live session with me. You want to be part of that. Go into our show notes and join our Facebook group now. With that, my love, may you live purposefully. May you love yourself and may you love life. Bye for now.